Remember back when the pandemic was starting and there was a lot of talk about people not going to the office, office buildings empty in many big and even small cities. And at the same time, there was a real estate crisis starting. And a lot of people put two and two together and said, well, why not take some of these office buildings and turn them into residential, convert them from offices to apartments or condos or whatever the case may be. And there was this great prediction or wishful thinking that all of this office space can be repurposed into residential and solve the housing crisis. Well, that didn't happen and it's not going to happen. And here's why. There's three factors that will prevent large volumes of commercial property turning into residential. Three factors. And all three of them individually will prevent it. And, all, and working together, it's almost like a deal breaker. First of all, many commercial buildings are not set up as a form factor to be used as residential. These are what's called deep floor plants, right? So it's a large building and a lot of offices and the space is internal. It's central. It's buried in the building. Many residential codes for municipalities require that there's egress windows, that there's daylight windows for any unit. You have to have a window for a bedroom. You have to have a window for living space. And if you don't have that, it's not able to be zoned for it. Even if it's not required in the zoning, most people don't want to live in a cave. You don't want to live in the middle of a building where you can't see outside. Think about every time you stayed in a hotel. Hotels are narrow because you have to have an outside window. Commercial buildings are big square boxes. People don't mind working necessarily in the middle of a building where you can't see outside, but living in a space like that is different. Also, many commercial buildings, even if you're buried in the middle of a building and your cubicle's in the middle, you can still see the window because there's no walls, right? It's an open space where you can see from one side of the office building to the other. As soon as you start chopping it up into residential space with rooms and separation and privacy, now you can't see those windows anymore. So it just blows the whole deal out of the water that you can convert these into residential space very easily. It doesn't happen that way, right? The second reason is the patchwork abandonment of the commercial space. So you have a big building, you have a 20-story building that has a lot of space in it, multiple floors, and you might say, well, let's convert it to residential. Well, the people who are using it are not abandoning the whole building at once. It might be one floor that's a law firm that shrinks down and doesn't use their space. It might be one company that had two floors and now they only use half of a floor. It's not the whole building, the commercial building, that stops being used. It's parts of it, patchwork. So you can't convert part of a building. You either have to convert the whole building or not. So by having a building that's still being partially used for commercial, you can't convert the building to residential or because of parts of it are still being used as commercial, right? And the, the remaining use is not going to go away unless you pay to re, re, you know, relocate those tenants, but they may not want to do that either. That's reason number two. Reason number three is probably the biggest one, although it's more invisible and has to do with utilities and mechanics of that building. When you have a commercial building, you can have one large unit that provides mechanicals for that building, a heat pump or a swamp cooler or something that heats and cools the whole building. 
because it's used by larger tenants. Maybe you sub-meter it onto different floors or you have a cam charge that is distributed from the different tenants on a triple net lease. As soon as you start doing residential, you have to have separate electric meters, separate heating, separate cooling, separate water, separate plumbing for all these units. So now you have to run pipes, wires, ductwork to all these separate units. That cost might be more than you're ever going to make up for on renting these residentially. Because remember, commercial rental rates are usually higher than residential, even if they're the same. If you have to start putting in $100, $200 a square foot worth of upgrades, it's almost impossible to do. In fact, putting up walls within space is easy. You can put up partition walls. But once you start having to run plumbing, now you have to find space where you can run that plumbing up and down what's called chases, where you chase it from one floor to another. That takes up square footage. You have to find ways to put in submeters, right? So it's not just as easy as, hey, just convert it to residential. These commercial buildings were designed as commercial to begin with. They don't have the infrastructure. They don't have the space allocated the right way. And more importantly, you're not going to have the functional requirements of that space for zoning, like windows, like multiple stairwells, egress and ingress for tenants, where you have a commercial space, everybody can get to that elevator bank because it's an open floor. As soon as you start chopping it up, you may not have the right type of fire escape for those tenants.